Yeah, I was a heavy drinker, but I didn't recognize what the people closest to me recognized. I ended up laying flatlined on a hospital operating table. Somehow the surgeons brought me back to life. When your life depends on it, there's only one place you can turn. Karen. A recent independent study showed that 94% of Karen patients were still in recovery 90 days post-treatment. Visit CARON.org slash real. Karen. Real results. Real care. Real about recovery. Reintroducing the Iced Apple Crisp Oat Milk Macchiato from Starbucks. Now with Starbucks Blonde Espresso and Oat Milk, layered with flavors of apple, cinnamon, and brown sugar, and topped with a spiced apple drizzle. Welcome back, fall. Order today with the Starbucks app. Hello and welcome to Barbara's Podcast. This is the show for women, all about health, nutrition, and wellness. It's the show that will empower you and inspire you to create a healthier lifestyle. Hi friends, hope all is well on your end. Today I'm going to talk about bloating. Bloating is something that I think everybody struggles with from time to time, if not all the time, and it can really affect your quality of life, how you feel, how you think, your enjoyment of food, your enjoyment after you've eaten food, and it can be really uncomfortable and painful. These 10 steps are no way intended to take the place of any medical advice. And if you do have a serious problem with bloating, then do go to your doctor and get the appropriate test done to find out exactly what's going on. If you have any food sensitivities, you could find out by doing a food intolerance test, which will help you massively. But I'd like to share my 10 general points that you can apply straight away. Number one, this is an obvious one, gassy foods. Sometimes we may eat too many gassy foods which cause us to bloat. There are a number of gassy foods such as beans, lentils, chickpeas and other pulses. And then we have the cruciferous family of which the most commonly known ones are cabbage, broccoli, cauliflower and Brussels sprouts. The problem is that many of these foods have so many health benefits to offer, so you can't just remove them from your diet. What you can do is add them in smaller amounts, and that usually helps. For example, you could grate a handful of cabbage or sprinkle some beans over your salad. Another couple of good tips when it comes to cooking beans is that you definitely have to soak them for about 8 hours before you cook them. And then when you do cook them, boil them for about 2 minutes then remove that water. You can either replace that water and carry on boiling them or add them into a stew and continue cooking them. A cousin of mine based on the Greek island of Rhodes used to coarsely grate the cabbage and then soak it in salty water for 20 minutes before adding it into a salad. I'm not too sure about the science behind it, but it definitely makes it easier to digest and less gassy. I prefer to make a coleslaw salad grating cabbage and carrots in a large glass bowl and then I add lots of lemon juice, olive oil and Himalayan pig salt. I mix it well, put it in the fridge and eat it the next day. I find that when it wilts it is less gassy and easier to digest. Number two, this is a relatively easier one. So the next time you eat a meal, slow down and chew your food well. You ideally should be chewing your food at least 30 times. 
I know it's a tough one and I personally struggle with this one as I'm a fast eater. So the next time you eat a meal, try and slow down. Because if you eat really quickly and you don't chew the food adequately enough, what happens is the digestive enzymes in the mouth don't get a chance to penetrate the food and break it down so that when it hits your gut, the gut enzymes have to work even harder to break that food down. And so all sorts of gaseous exchanges have to take place to break the food down. So it makes the gut have to work so much harder. And that's often why you feel bloated after you've eaten a meal. You eat too quickly, the food doesn't get digested, the enzymes don't get into the food correctly, it's not broken down and it becomes really difficult for your gut to digest the food. It takes even longer. So the next time you have a meal, slow down. Don't answer any messages or look at your text messages or any social media. Eat mindfully and slowly. Chew your food as much as you can and chew it a little bit more. And then slowly allow the food to digest before it hits the gut. It also takes about 20 to 30 minutes for your brain to register fullness. So just by doing that, you'll find that you may eat less. If you find that you are overeating at various meal times, then remind yourself to slow down and focus on the taste, on the texture of the food. If you're running around multitasking while you're eating, then again, the brain can't focus it can't feel the sensation of fullness. Step three, hydration. Are you drinking enough water? Make a conscious effort to start your day with a big glass of water and have a big jug of water in the fridge. Add some lemon, cucumber, ginger slices and some crushed fresh mint leaves to make it refreshing. So every time you open the fridge, you'll see that lovely jug of water that you can't resist. You'll keep on refilling your glass and sip throughout the day. You could also do the 10 gulp rule. Every time you drink some water, make sure you have at least 10 gulps at a time. Take water with you and continuously drink throughout your day. You need to aim for at least 2 to 3 liters per day depending on your level of activity. You know when you are hydrated perfectly when your urine is the color of very light lemonade. So keep on hydrating. It'll help with your bloating along with flushing toxins out of your body. Tip number four is to exercise daily. So not just for your physical fitness and physical health, but also for your mental state. You know how good you feel when you move and exercise daily. It affects your dopamine levels, your serotonin levels, endorphins are released, which are the happy hormones. You'll find yourself feeling more positive, your self-confidence improves, and it doesn't have to be any more than 10 to 15 minutes per day. Mix it up. It can be a brisk walk, yoga, a Tabata workout, a quick run, a Zumba workout. It could be Pilates, cycling, swimming. There is so much that you can do. And again, exercise will help with digestion. It will help to speed up your metabolism and also keep your bowels moving and can help with constipation. Moving daily is key. Tip 5. Constipation. I know this may be an awkward one to talk about, but if you're not going to the toilet to empty your bowels once or twice a day, then you are constipated, and constipation causes bloating. Basic ways to combat constipation is to drink lots of water and increase your high water content fruits like oranges, watermelons, apricots and peaches. Tip number 6. The art of eating less. 
The Japanese have a name for it. It's called harahachibu. It's about eating until you're 80% full. How many times have we kept on eating when we feel full? And the reason we keep on doing that is either greed, because the food tastes so nice, you just want to keep on eating it. And when you eat really quickly and the brain is not registering how full you actually are, most of us have eaten way past the point of fullness. And my goodness, how uncomfortable that feels. So again, eating mindfully, slowly, and stopping when you're full, moving away from the table, you know, and just really enjoying and being grateful for the food that you have eaten. Step number seven is can you work out what foods are irritating you and causing bloating? Coffee can be a common irritant, especially if you have it first thing in the morning. So you find what bloats you. It could also be the cow's milk that you add to your coffee. If it is the coffee, perhaps look into different brands of coffee, organic coffee or less processed coffee. You could also shift it to after your breakfast and avoid it on an empty stomach. See if other types of foods are causing the bloating like wheat or gluten, certain gassy foods like the beans or cauliflower. If you're struggling with gluten, you may have to go and get that checked out by having a food intolerance test. Just in case you have celiac disease, it's about becoming super observant, becoming the food detective in your life. When you eat something that bloats, you write it down food diary. Then avoid it for a week or two and see if your symptoms improve. You could also follow a FODMAP diet, but then again, this needs to be advised by a medical professional or a nutritionist so that it can be done in a safe way. Food combining is also a great eating system as it keeps your meals simple, not mixing proteins and carbohydrates, which also helps to optimize your digestion of meals, hence keeping bloating at bay. Tip number eight is sleep. It's the one that's on every single list. When you're trying to get healthier in any way, sleep is one of the pillars of health. It has to be one of your top priorities. Before you start some exercise or healthy eating plan, always start with your sleep. Not sleeping a good 7-8 to eight hours of sleep, then you need to take some steps towards sleeping better. I know some of you listening to this podcast have babies or toddlers that are waking you up in the night. It's temporary. And it's riding those years through until the little ones are older and sleeping through the night. I would suggest if you can nap in the afternoon when the little one naps, then that would be amazing. Or getting your partner to look after the kids for an hour while you get to have a nap. Perhaps a weekend treat. Get all the sleep you can, mummies, in any way possible. Number nine is stress. This is another one that makes the list in most health topics. Did you know that 80% of health issues are caused by stress? Stress management is just huge and not just the big stresses we all struggle with, the relationships, kids, finances, work, but low-level stress as you go through the day. Stress has an immense impact on your digestion. Again, how you think, how you feel, everything is connected. Your brain and your gut are interconnected and that's why when you feel nervous or upset, you may get an upset stomach. Try reducing your stress levels and remove yourselves from, from stressful situations. Practicing mindfulness, detox from social media and make sure you get some time out in nature. 
Nature is so healing and we all too often forget to go outdoors. Don't forget to do things that you enjoy, that restore you, that make you laugh and have fun. Work throughout the day and minimize stress. See what causes anxiety. What's making you mad? Can you take a step back to analyze your life and see what you can do about those situations and take steps to reduce that stress? So simple things like breathing techniques can always be helpful. And if you are stressed, do you find yourself comfort eating or emotional eating? Again, if you are aware of it and realize that you are doing it throughout the day, then take a step back and start to work on it again. It's about being a little mindful to bring down your stress levels throughout the day. And it's also about creating less self-destructive stress coping mechanisms. And the last one is tip number 10, probiotics. It's important to first get your lifestyle areas addressed. And then if you see that you still have had no improvements, then add in a good probiotic. I know we can't do all of them all the time, but if we are aware of those lifestyle issues and steps, then it's really going to help. So I hope this podcast is going to help you. You don't need to struggle with bloating. You can take steps to improve it, improve your digestion, and those simple steps will make a huge difference. So do let me know if that helps. I would love to hear from you. Leave a review and thanks again, everybody, and see you at the next episode. Thanks for listening to Barbara's podcast. Don't forget to sign up for our newsletter or e-courses. Celebrate life and see you at the next episode. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffel Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.